Peace to you, brothers and sisters. I'm glad that we could be here together to worship together uh, in person. Do you recall that we were still worshiping online when we celebrated our 92nd anniversary? After a year, so much has changed. So when I see people here, when you come here, I barely recognize some of you. Because, ev- because everybody have their mask on. Especially the young people, they've grown so much. Today, as we celebrate uh, together, we want to look back and remember everything that the Lord has done for us. It's amazing grace. Not only do we look back to the past, we also look to the future to the path that, uh, of growth that we're going forward. Let's revisit our vision and mission statements. Transforming generations for God's glory. Are you a disciple of Christ? Have you made disciples for Christ? Human being is a journey of becoming. So, Human journey is a journey of becoming. It's an ongoing process of becoming, a journey that starts at birth. From being an infant to becoming a child, then a teenager, entering into adulthood, and finally into old age. Achieving the growth that is required for each stage. 
The same is true of our journey through life as Christians. To become what God wants us to be. And that is to be mature in the Lord. And so today we'll be looking at three different aspects of spiritual maturity from Ephesians chapter 4. The first is the expectation of spiritual maturity. This is God's expectation for the church, for every member of our church. Verses 11 to 12 tells us that he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ. It is through this group of people and the gifts they possess that God equips the saints, enables them to carry out their responsibilities, and builds up the body of Christ. This is uh, God's desire and expectation for the church, just as parents expect their children to grow and mature. In fact, this is what every believer longs for. Because we all want us to be spiritually mature. Unfortunately, we refuse to devote time and energy to pursuing it. We'd rather stay in the situation we are we are in rather than to exert more effort to change it. But actually, God knows our weakness. So He has chosen to put us all in His body, the church. So we can each help each other grow. God brings about the growth of each believer through the growth of the church as a whole. Let's 
Again, God brings about the growth of each believer through the growth of the church as a whole. Similarly, God builds up the entire church body through the growth of each believer. And so we see that the church needs each believer of Jesus, and each believer needs the church. That's right. Coming to church will encourage and drive your spiritual life forward. But you must also strive to grow on your own because your personal growth will affect the growth of the church and also the growth of your brothers and sisters in Christ. No, no one can say, I don't need the church. I can make it on my own. Because if you are on your own, you're more likely to be discouraged, to succumb to your weaknesses, and to backslide. Just like embers, glowing pieces of embers have to be stacked together in a heap to burn more strongly. Alone by themselves, even the brightest ember will inevitably go out. This is why God's put you and me, make us both a part of the church. God, ex God expects us to grow, to mature to manhood. As verse 13 says, to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This means that we could live a life characterized by spiritual maturity, a life that is transformed by the Holy Spirit and a life that reflects the life of Christ. In other words, God wants us to be more and more like His Son, Jesus Christ. This is our ultimate goal. Let's think for a moment. At this point in your life, how much are you different from the Lord Jesus? Do you resemble Christ in any way? 
。刚才你讲啊，这个是根本是无可能的啦，因为耶稣基督伊是上帝，伊是完全的，我要像我隔壁三生啊。Maybe you're thinking that's impossible. Jesus is God; He is perfect. How can I measure up to Jesus? But the Bible tells us that we need to mature to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ to become more and more like Jesus. Now, what does it mean to become more like Jesus? If, if Jesus lived among us today, how will he live his life? Faced with different options, how will he decide? How will we overcome all kinds of temptations? What kind of values will he hold? How will he treat people? How will he how will he see things? How will he relate to God? But there's one thing we can be sure of. He will certainly live his whole life for the glory of God. A few years ago, there's a catchy motto WWJD, which stood for "What Would Jesus Do." This is to remind Christians that when they're faced in,、uh, when they're put in a situation, they should follow what Jesus would do. This is what God expects of us. The second is,、uh, do you wonder what the marks of spiritual maturity are? What are our goals? The first is we need to have unity in the faith. As verse thirteen says, until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. And here,、uh, there are two aspects of unity mentioned: objective and subjective. Unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Unity of the faith means that we all hold the same objective beliefs about our faith. And there should be no false doctrines in any of our beliefs. So, so we need to know what we believe. 
Do you know what you believe? Do you know who you believe? Do not be a sloppy, muddle-headed Christian. Our faith should be founded on the scriptures. Because the Bible is the highest standard by which we measure our faith and our life. So we need to read the Bible, learn more about its truth, and apply them in our lives. The subjective nature of unity pertains to the knowledge of the Son of God. Not only should we have a profound understanding of the Lord and His will in our heads, but we need to take a step further and experience God firsthand in our lives. How much of God's faithfulness, His guidance, and His, pos- his, his provisions have you experienced? In 2019, when we completed the renovation of the main sanctuary, we also installed all the electronic equipments we needed. In 2020, we went into lockdown because of the pandemic and we cannot gather together to worship physically in person. Because of the facilities we already have, our three uh, worship Sunday worship services and other events were fully online in no time. And all our other activities, our prayer, our uh, prayer meetings, our small group meetings, we are able to conduct all of them online. Do you see God's hand working in our church, His faithfulness, His providence, His guidance? This will be evident, God's grace, it will be evident in the video we will be showing. Have you ever experienced or encountered God in your personal life? One in which your prayer was answered directly, was denied, delayed, or answered in a different way? Have you experienced the comfort and peace of the Holy Spirit in times of trouble? 
When you were hurt by other people and the Holy Spirit heals you and you in turn forgive those who have wronged you with the love of the Holy Spirit. Have you experienced how God has used you, used you to bless the people in your family, in your neighborhood, and your place of work? So it's a case the objective and subjective nature of the unity in your faith enables believers like us to act in ways that is consistent with our beliefs. This is the first mark of spiritual maturity. The second indicator of spiritual maturity is stability in life. So that verse 14 tells us, verse 14 says, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. If we are rooted in the Word of God, we can remain stable and steadfast in our spiritual life. That we may not, we may no longer be children. Children have two things in common. They are unstable and they are capricious. Children will believe whatever you tell them. We look at uh, young saplings. Young saplings are easily swayed by the wind. In our faith, do we get blown around by every wind of false doctrine and heresy? In our life, do we live by the fads and fashions of the world? Are we stable emotionally? Are we easily wounded by a single word from another person, refusing to continue serving and even stop coming to church, complaining about people, complaining about God? The second thing about children is that they are easily deceived. You 
Have you seen older kids trick? Have you seen older kids trick younger kids into giving up their toys or their food or their candies? Actually, it's not always the older kids who fool the younger ones. Sometimes it's the other way around. A young boy, maybe he's nine or uh, nine or ten years old, he entered the barber shop. The barber whispers to his customer, This is the dumbest kid in the world. Watch while I prove it to you. So he called the kid. The barber puts a dollar bill in one hand and two quarters in the other. And he asks the boy, which do you want? Of course, you would choose the dollar bill. But the boy takes the quarters and leaves. And so the barber told his customer, See, this kid never learns. Later, when the customer leaves, he sees a young boy coming out of an ice cream store. So he called the boy over and asked, Do you know what is worth more, the dollar or the quarters? The boy said, Yeah, I know. Uh, the dollar is worth more. Why did you choose the two quarters? The boy leaked his cone and said, Because the day I take the dollar, then the game would be over. The same way, immature Christians are easily deceived by the devil and seduced by the charms of the world. It can cause us to give into temptation and sin and uh, depart from the Lord. So we know that the marks of spiritual maturity are unity in the faith and stability in life. So what is the pathway to spiritual maturity? Is there anything we can do to mature? First of all, we need to abide in Christ the head. Verse 
in the latter part of verse 15, it says, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. John 15 spoke about the vine and the branches. If the branch is not attached to the vine, there's anything it can do on its own. It will soon wither. This is, this is a life-giving relationship. If a power cord is not plugged into a power supply, there will be no flow of power or electricity. A faucet not connected to a water supply can never hope to produce cool and refreshing water. Similarly, if Christians is not connected to our source of life, who is Christ, then we can never live out the life of Christ. So to be connected to Christ, prayer and reading the Bible is absolutely necessary. This is very basic. Maybe you've heard enough of this and you know it all too well, but have you actually done it? Knowing and doing are two entirely different things. Actually, more often than not, we don't know what Jesus did. In that case, how will we know what Jesus wants us to do? You may recall seeing WWJD. Actually, there's another version that's more accurate, and that's HDYKWJD. Uh, J W D I Y D K W J D. A long string of letters. What do they mean? It stands for how do you know what Jesus would do if you don't know what Jesus did? In other words, we are not familiar with the teachings of the Bible. We don't know what Jesus' will is, so how will we live like Jesus? So 
So we need to abide and be connected in the life of Christ. This is the first path to spiritual maturity. Secondly, everyone has to do their part. From whom, verse 16, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Two things have to come together to make this happen. The first is to the first is the growth of the church, and the next is uh, that each member have to use the gift that God gave them. One, the first part is to is the growth of the church as a whole, and the second is the personal maturity of each member. God has given us different gifts to be used in the church, and so we need to use them. Praise God, in this past two years, as the pandemic raged, we see many people gave generously. Because of our online ministry, we have many volunteers. We have young, young people and adults, they all volunteered to help. Our choir members, the small group leaders, every one of them used the gift God gave them to serve the church. When we use our gifts, when we exercise our gift, then our spiritual life will grow. We need to eat, a few years back, when I went to the gym, a fitness trainer had this shirt on, and so he willingly posed for me, uh, and I took this picture. The shirt says, Stronger than yesterday. 
天性房来训练的时阵，你一日比一日会较强壮。Tells us that、uh, people who work out every day get stronger by the day. 咱基督徒应该也是着安尼。The same should apply to us as Christians. Then, in God, you be zadid, get strong. Then, the singing, you be zadid, walk up, walk up. We need to be more mature, more spiritually alive than we were yesterday. Then, you be zadid, get into. We must be more in love with the Lord today than we were yesterday. Then, you practice, 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 practice. We need to keep working on it. We need to keep exercising our gifts, to so the grace of God will flow from us to others. 感谢上帝恩典，在这两在疫情这两年我内面，因为兄弟姊妹，恁的听主，啊，恁甘心乐意的奉献，咱帮助了真多的传道士。帮助了咱周围的一个社区，咱帮助了菲律宾真侪所在、真侪一家庭的需要。咱国家是帮助了咱本会大家庭有需要的。Praise the Lord in the past two years because of your love for God, because of your generosity, we were able to help many missionaries. We are able to help the communities around us. We are able to help many families. All around the country, and especially the members of our church. You know, when you bring the Lord's blessing into your life, the enemy cannot bring the Lord's blessing into your life. Do you know if you share the, Lord, the grace of God? If you share the grace of God, you receive that grace before anybody else do. Because God gives you the grace first, so that you can share it to others. We need to be good stewards of what God gives us, and to share God's grace to others. Are you stronger today than you were yesterday? Or do you remain to be a spiritual baby? I hope that when you come next Sunday, you will be stronger than you are today. As we celebrate 93 years of God's grace, 咱就愿求主继续按下来装备咱，让咱在咱的人生里面有法当成长，在听中来建立耶稣基督的信物，就是建立咱。As we celebrate 93 years of God's grace, let us pray that God will continue to empower us, to help us grow in our spiritual lives and build up the body of Christ. 咱就一做来兴起。That we could all rise up. 就是亲像看啊，咱会看一个 video， 就是牧师啊，甲长老对会众的一个鼓励，就是让咱三合兴起来建立主的教会。Just like the video we will be showing later, 
uh, pastors and elders will be rendering a song to encourage all of us to rise up for Christ. And through this, we will see that our vision of transforming generations to God's glory, for God's glory become a reality. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Amen.